1: Okay. Yeah, yeah. But, but I actually could eat it. The first bite yeah, I was like, I wouldn't eat this, but I could, I could eat this. Okay. So I we have to all together right. now? Yeah, we're right. gonna do this.
0: Three. Is probably gonna be three? Three. We're into number three. three. Yeah, yeah. Taste is a subjective experience. Now we know this because eggs pickled in human urine, cheese with live maggots living in it, fertilized and mostly developed duck eggs, rotten shark, calf blood, and cheese whiz are all delicacies somewhere. But there is a flavor we can measure and compare objectively. Well, kind of. Also, it's not so much a flavor as a sensation. Even so, how do you measure something that doesn't exactly exist? Yep, how do you measure error. a feeling? OB- uh, everyone, everyone has a beverage prepared and ready. Mm. We have beverages prepared. ready. Okay. Cheers. 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 Down the hatch. I'm Andrew Middleton.
1: And I'm Leah Reckman.
0: This is Measure for Measure, a little show about sizing up our world. In this episode, we're going to explore one way that humans have tried to measure sensation, the Scoville unit. difficult things about being a plant is that you can't move much, which is tough because plants have a lot to do. They have to attract pollinators, deter predators, catch enough sunshine, and even find nutrients. And they have many different techniques to get it all done, often by manipulating more mobile creatures to do their bidding.
1: How do they manipulate animals?
0: Well, an apple doesn't fall far from a tree all on its own. Plants can produce tasty fruits or sharp thorns. They can produce all kinds of carrots and sticks literally.
1: So they are incentivizing or disincentivizing animal behavior.
0: Yeah, that's the whole point of a fruit. A fruit is just a fleshy, nutritious, usually sugary coating around the seeds to convince animals to eat it and then poop the seeds out somewhere else.
1: So we too have been bamboozled.
0: Are we farming plants or plants just using us to propagate themselves?
1: Amazing.
0: But capsicum benefits only when a particular kind of animal eats it. You see, rodents and other mammals chew through seeds and fruits like little blenders. But birds, on the other hand, are not known for being, you know, big chewers. No teeth. No teeth. They swallow seeds whole, and the seeds pass through the digestive system intact so that seeds pop out miles away with a nice little package of fertilizer. The capsicum, like other plants, have figured out how to make fruits that are tasty to birds, but they also pack the seeds with this waxy chemical coating called capsaicin that binds to the pain receptors of mammals. The whole point of producing capsaicin is that it is perceived differently by different animals so that the plant can spread. And in a strange twist, it's not the birds that have been doing the most work lately. It's actually us, mammals. We've been cultivating these plants for at least 6,000 years. And even though mammals like mice hate the spicy pain, humans kind of love it. And now there are thousands of varieties of peppers all over the world. And we can't even imagine Indian or Thai food without it. That chemical capsaicin is a volatile, odorless, colorless wax. It's responsible for a burning sensation, pain, or piquancy.
1: It's surprising to hear that it doesn't have a flavor.
0: Yeah, well, it's not really picked up by our taste buds. It's just picked up by any part of our skin that happens to have pain receptors, which is why your fingers, your skin, like your even your eyeballs, mercifully without taste buds, can still feel spiciness. One of the magical things about capsaicin is that it produces pain, but no damage. You can definitely hurt yourself eating peppers, but you can't actually, like, damage your body tissues. The tearing eyes, the burning, sweating, and inflammation, that's all your body's response to nerve excitement. It's not really a chemical burn.
1: It really feels like, it feels like something's wrong, though.
0: Yeah, and that's the whole point, is that it's a a chemical weapon that is designed by evolution to make your body feel like it is breaking down. The pain, the illusion of your body taking damage, really is all in your head.
1: It did not feel like it was in my head during our dinner party. (laughs)
0: Right. Oh, we have an instant reaction of regret on Leah's face. Oh, no. It seems as if Leah's hubris has gotten the best of her.
1: Co-host number one just sprayed dairy-free whipped topping into the mouth of co-host number two, who was on the brink of vomiting from eating the pepper.
0: Even more than, is my blue the same as your blue? You know, like, the sensation of spiciness does not exist outside of the mammalian brain.
1: Are you saying it like that because it totally trips us out to think about an experience that feels like pain but actually isn't pain?
0: Sure. I mean, there are all kinds of subjective experiences that humans are trying to measure as a way of, like, communicating about. And this feels like a very, like, freshman philosophy sort of class question, but it's a question that people have been trying to solve for a really long time, and we've gotten kind of close with the Scoville unit. This
1: is your first time actually mentioning the Scoville unit this episode. Tell me about
0: that. Right. Okay. So it's a scale that was devised in 1912 by a guy named Wilbur Scoville, who was born in Bridgeport, Connecticut.
1: Not an area known for super spicy food.
0: Yeah, my parents' first apartment was in Bridgeport, Connecticut, and so far as I can tell, they didn't encounter any food spicier than, like, a New Haven-style clam pizza. So I'm pretty certain Scoville was never inspired by cooking. As a pharmacist, Scoville was interested in capsaicin because it was the primary ingredient in a pain relief salve, a sort of precursor to Icy Hot being manufactured by his employer, Park Davis. Determining which peppers contained the most active ingredient was an industrial and economic concern, not a culinary one.
1: Have you ever used Icy Hot?
0: Yeah, it's, it's really great for um, improving circulation, and it kind of gives you that, like, dull burn, which feels good, but it's actually your body being stimulated at the pain receptor level of your nerve endings.
1: Okay, so it, like, disperses the
0: pain. Something like that. But the best chemical-detecting devices that Scoville could find for what he called his Scoville organopleptic test was the human body. A panel of five trained testers would be given increasingly diluted hot pepper solutions, cut with a little bit of sugar water, until the tasters couldn't detect a burning sensation.
1: And you basically did this with our friends a couple weeks ago.
0: I love experiments, and I love experimenting on people that I love.
1: It's basically, like, it tastes like water.
0: My tongue
1: is tingling slightly. My tongue is tingling slightly. Yeah, that's it. Uh, I did the whole
0: thing at once, and on the back end, there's a little bit of tingle. A gentle tingle. A gentle tingle. But that's it. It tastes just like a a tingly water.
1: No, no tingle at all. The
0: spicier the pepper, the more it has to be diluted to diminish the burn. So 15 units on the Scoville scale represents a capsaicin concentration of one part per million, or one ten-thousandth of a percent. The Scoville heat unit scale goes from a capsaicin concentration of zero, like in a sweet bell pepper, to the hottest pepper in the world, the Carolina Reaper, which has a Scoville rating of about two million, which puts it on par with pepper spray.
1: And people, there's like a whole competitive thing where people are obsessed with these peppers and they eat them.
0: Them. Yeah, there are competitions of pepperheads who compete to see how many peppers that they can eat without, you know, quitting.
1: I have to say, I did not understand this idea, and then we put uh, a whole bunch of habaneros in front of me and our friends, and I got a little goaded by our uh, by our sound engineer Greg, and all of a sudden, you were chasing me around with oat milk topping because I had really pushed my own limits.
0: Yeah, a very strong margarita also might have had something to do with that. <laughs>
1: It feels a little bit like one time I found a pen in a drawer and it turned out that it was like secret pepper spray and I accidentally sprayed it in my face and then I had to take a bath and it feels like that, but just on the inside. With a
0: bit of refining, you get to pure capsaicin, which clocks in at a blistering 16 million Scoville heat units. The fun part of this test is that you can measure any kind of taste you want with it. Resiniferatoxin is a resin which comes from a species of Moroccan cactus, and it's about a thousand times hotter than pure capsaicin, racking up 16 billion Scoville units. Scoville heat units are a count of capsaicin molecules, which is reproducible and far less prone to bias. It all happens in the lab. But the Scoville heat unit system isn't perfect. See, Scovilles are units of concentration, not perception. You can't measure tastiness any more than you can measure a human being's perception of spiciness. You can measure a taster's elevated heart rate, perspiration, endorphin levels, and blood pressure. But you can't measure how intensely someone feels something. Well, at least not yet. Measure for Measure is a limited series from Ministry of Ideas. The show is executive produced by Leah Rechtman, created by Andrew Middleton, and sound engineered by Greg Friedel. Our music is by Siraj Sindhu and Mackenzie Kugel. Thanks to Zachary Davis for providing his spicy hot takes along the way. Special thanks to our Hot Shabbat attendees, Grace, Lois, Daniel, Brian, Michela, Maya, Simon, and Val. If you enjoyed this episode, please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts or find us on Twitter at Measure4M and Instagram at Measure4MeasurePod. That's with the number four. You can also email us at Measure4MeasurePod at gmail.com. That's Measure4Measure with the number four. Thanks for listening. See you next time.